Street's faith in such mathematical models for derivatives helped cripple the American economy. Naivete and passion make a potent mix. Combine the two with power and you have an extraordinary force, one that can affect great change for good or for ill. Google fervently believes it has a mission. Our goal is to change the world, Google CEO Eric Schmidt told me. Making money, he continued, is a technology to pay for it. I came away from two and a half years of reporting on Google, believing that its leaders genuinely want to make the world a better place. But they are in business to make money. Making money is not a dirty goal, nor is it a philanthropic activity. Any company with Google's power needs to be scrutinized. I also came away impatient with companies that spend too much time whining about Google and too little time devising an offense. Most old media companies were inexcusably slow to wake to the digital disruption. In 2007, Eric Schmidt told me that one day Google could become a $100 billion media company, more than twice the size of Time Warner, the Walt Disney Company, or News Corporation, the world's three largest media conglomerates. That Google might achieve this goal in less than a generation, in a time when copyright and privacy practices are being upended, when newspapers are declaring bankruptcy and in-depth journalism is endangered, when the profit margins of book publishers are squeezed along with their commitment to serious authors, when broadcast television networks dilute their programming with less expensive reality shows and unscripted fare, when cable news networks talk more than they listen, when the definitions of community and privacy are being redefined, and the way citizens read and process information is being altered, and when most traditional media models are being reconfigured by digital companies like Google, all this means that it's important to put Google under the microscope. Brilliant engineers are at the core of the success of a company like Google, Drill down, as this book attempts to, and you'll see that engineering is a potent tool to deliver worthwhile efficiencies, and disruption as well. Google takes seriously its motto, don't be evil. But because we're dealing with humans, not algorithms, intent sometimes matters less than effect. A company that questions everything and believes in acting without asking for permission has succeeded like few companies before. Unlike most technologies that disrupted existing business, the printed book that replaced scrolls, the telephone that replaced the telegraph, the automobile that replaced the horse and buggy, the airplane that supplanted cruise ships, the computer that supplanted typewriters, Google Search produces not a tangible product, but something abstract. Knowledge. This makes Google both less and more vulnerable to challenge. Less because Google's prodigious Mount Everest of data is unrivaled. More because Google depends for its continued success on users and governments that trust it will not abuse this knowledge. Whether one applauds or fears this 11-year-old company, there is no question that Google demands our attention. Part 1. Different Planets Chapter 1. Messing with the Magic With his suit and tie and closely cropped gray hair,
Mel Carmazan stood out as he crossed the Google campus in Mountain View, California, passing people in baggy T-shirts holding their laptops before them like waiters' trays. On this sunny June day in 2003, Google was nearly five years old, and Carmazan was among the first major executives from the old media to visit its headquarters. As the CEO of Viacom, he represented the world's then fourth-largest media company, the owner of the CBS network, of TV and radio stations, Paramount Studios, MTV and its sister cable networks, Simon & Schuster Publishers, Blockbuster Video, and an outdoor advertising concern, among other holdings. Short and pugnacious, Carmazan was, by his own admission, always paranoid about competitors. Two of Viacom's biggest competitors, AOL and Time Warner, had merged to forge the world's largest media conglomerate, and Carmazan was on the prowl for new business partners. The son of a Queen's cab driver.